0: The Wake Up, Wise Up, Step Up podcast is for authentic, loving, passionately committed, citizens, leaders, change makers, executives, entrepreneurs, and helping professionals, of all generations, who are seeking more fulfilling ways to embody their purpose, by co-creating spiritual prosperity, economic enoughness, and societal well-being. The Wake Up, Wise Up, Step Up podcast is brought to you by Integrity Culture Systems, whose mission is making integrity profitable, leaders elevated, collaborators productive, happiness sustainable, and societies healthy. Your host is the president of Integrity Culture Systems, the 12 award-winning recovering psychologist and, I would add, professional troublemaker, Dr. David Gruder. Here's Dr. Gruder.
1: When I was roughly seven years old, my parents received a UNICEF New Year's card from a family friend. UNICEF is the United Nations Children's Fund. The card's message was simple and straightforward. It said, The greater peace will only come after the smaller peace we make with each other. I immediately memorized this message because it went straight into the cells of my being and the marrow of my bones. I resonated with it so deeply that it has informed my sense of purpose ever since I was roughly seven years old. If you feel into that, you will instantly know how deeply pained I am by the divisiveness that currently permeates our country and our planet. Tons of people are distressed by this divisiveness. The American Psychological Association conducts an annual survey on stress in America, the state of our nation. It has found the following. First, more than 6 in 10 Americans, 62%, report that the current political climate is a significant stressor for them. Second, more than half of adults, 56%, say this is the lowest point in United States history that they can remember. And third... When asked to consider the future of the United States, more than two-thirds of Americans, 69%, report that considering this causes them significant stress. My perspective is that we're in the midst of a civil cold war, and this is what's been creating government gridlock. The damage being done by today's dangerous levels of societal divisiveness, political polarization, and media mind-jacking is so great that solving it is up to all of us now, from everyday citizens, to influencers, to leaders. Information warfare, as it is now called, is ripping apart the basic fabric of humanity, our communities, our country, and our planet— By making informed opinions nearly impossible, sabotaging productive problem-solving, and creating government gridlock. One of my all-time favorite anonymous sayings is, mostly people change not because they see the light, but because they feel the heat. Only when the heat is great enough for us to hit bottom and become teachable can the miracles of healing and transformation happen. The deeper the bottom, the more damage is done before the bottom is hit. So, it's of course preferable when low levels of heat are enough for us to hit bottom. However, human nature being what it too often is, high levels of heat are commonly necessary. This is as true for groups, businesses, societies, countries, and governments as it is for individuals. I so don't want our society to need the heat turned up even higher than it currently is for us to collectively hit bottom. So, as a culture psychologist, I am convinced that the most important question of our time is... What can each of us do to end our cultural cold war as soon as possible, as individuals, citizens, voters, influencers, and leaders, so our society doesn't have to hit a harder and deeper bottom than we've already reached? One thing I am certain is making things worse instead of better in today's world is debating positions. True debate has been replaced by toxic arguing that prevents solutions instead of creating them. One thing I am equally certain will restore our capacity for productive problem-solving is reconnecting with five foundational, common-sense, nonpartisan principles that guide sane decision-making and constructive policy creation. In this incredibly important Wake Up, Wise Up, Step Up podcast episode, which I suggest in all humility might well be the most important episode in anyone's podcast that you'll hear all year, I'm going to illuminate those five principles. Before I do, I first want to share some brief personal stories about why the principles I'm about to reveal are so clear and precious to me. The first is that I grew up in a family where constitutional law was discussed an awful lot. My dad was an attorney, by profession he was a tax attorney, but his first love was constitutional law, and debates at the dinner table were constant about constitutional law items. And uh, this is kind of a cool thing for me now as an adult, because I don't know many psychologists who aren't also attorneys, which I'm not, who are as well-versed in constitutional law as I am. And the second is an experience I had when I was about 15 or 16 years old in high school, when the war in Vietnam was raging in the late 1960s. My high school was divided into two groups, much like many other high schools and colleges and communities around the nation. There were people who were for the war in Vietnam and there were people who were opposed to it. In my high school, the people who were opposed to the war in Vietnam wore black armbands and were called the hippies. And the people who opposed the opposers and supported the war in Vietnam wore white armbands and they were called the greasers. Well, I got really fed up with all of the rancor and divisiveness and hatred and name-calling and ugliness that I saw going back and forth between these two groups. And so I came up with what I thought was a brilliant idea to try to draw attention to there being another way. And the idea that I came up with was to create an armband that actually had two strips of fabric sewn together, one white strip and one black strip, and across both of them was going to be written anti-polarization. Now, I didn't know how to sew to save my life, so I managed to recruit my mom to sew this armband together for me, and when it was done, I put it on one morning and proudly wore it to school, and my objective was to help these two groups to get on the same page and start really talking to each other or speaking as one voice. And when I arrived at my high school with my armband on the very first day, I was almost instantly surrounded by a group of hippies and a group of greasers. And they looked at my armband, they looked at each other, and they all started hollering at me all at the same time, interestingly, with the exact same message. They accused me of being a coward, refusing to take a stand. They just were criticizing me up one side and down the other for that, for being a coward and for refusing to take a stand. And in that moment, I realized that I had achieved my goal, which was to get them on the same page, without realizing that I had created a tactic for doing that, that was going to be at my own expense. It was a really painful moment and it was also a profoundly instructive moment because what it set me off on was a journey to discover how to bring opposing groups together in productive, forward-moving dialogue, but without turning myself into the sacrificial lamb. So between the New Year's card from UNICEF that my family received and what I learned through my armband protest... My purpose in life was largely set in stone, I see in hindsight, when I was a child and a teenager. So the five great truths of thriving societies that I'm about to go over with you are ones that have been percolating in me for many, many decades, and they have their foundations in the United States Declaration of Independence and Constitution. Here are those five great truths of thriving societies as I see them. The first great truth is about the freedom to live our higher personal purpose that unites free societies. The higher personal purpose that connects us in communities, countries, and as a planet is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This higher personal purpose is embedded in the United States Declaration of Independence as life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, those exact words, with each of us having the personal freedom to determine what happiness is to the extent that it doesn't harm the common good. I refer to this freedom as socially responsible self-dominion or self-sovereignty. The second great truth is about the higher purpose of government. This is foundational to the United States Constitution, which calls upon each elected and appointed official to be a servant to its citizens, not to themselves or to special interests. President Abraham Lincoln captured this in the famous phrase from his Gettysburg Address, "...of the people, by the people, and for the people." The third great truth is about the higher purpose of policies and regulations. The standard that is set for this is captured at the very beginning of the United States Constitution in the country's mission statement, called the Preamble, which makes it clear that government policies and regulations must navigate in good ways the positive tension between preserving individual freedom and promoting the common good. I also believe that embedded in the subtext of the Constitution's wording is a mandate that governance policies must also navigate the positive tension between preserving national sovereignty and promoting the common good of the entirety of humanity and our planet. The fourth great truth is about the higher purpose of citizens, businesses, and special interests in creating thriving communities, countries, and our planet. Also embedded in the subtext of the Constitution is a mandate for citizens to be self-responsible and socially responsible in how we pursue life, liberty, and happiness. And the fifth great truth is about the truth-telling needed for societies and humanity to thrive. This truth is built into the integrity oath someone makes in court before they take the witness stand to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. In today's climate in which we're constantly bombarded by relentless mind-jacking propaganda from across the political, ideological, and special interest spectrums, this standard must now be restored to far more than just our judicial system. Telling whole truths that leave nothing out and that are not contaminated by spin must be restored throughout all sectors of society— Radically honest transparency must become the integrity standard adopted by citizens, leaders, the media, educators, special interest advocates, and all three branches of government, except, of course, when matters of national security are legitimately at stake. Even though these five great truths should be self-evident, three huge lies hide them from most people today, including our top leaders and most pervasive influencers. Lie number one is that either-or thinking is useful. This lie is only useful to ideologues and extremists, not to individual, societal, or governmental well-being. Lie number two is that hyperpolarization is necessary if society is to be saved. This lie revolves around a belief that socially responsible citizens and leaders must take one polarized side or the other on hot-button issues because only one of the two extremes is right and the other is wrong. This lie not only insists that if we truly care about saving society, we must take one side and oppose the other, but that the side we take sees the true picture and everyone else is at least deluded and quite possibly dangerous. And lie number three is that coercion and compromise are the only problem-solving options that exist, and since compromise, by definition, waters down each side's self-righteous position, coercion is the only viable option for saving the country. Based on this erroneous thinking, our side takes a self-righteous position that we must therefore use all means at our disposal, ethical and unethical, to save society. Lie number three thus insists that the ends justify the means, and that this entitles our side to use spin, propaganda, and manipulation to get our way. It's high time to crack these lies wide open and expose what's true instead. Here are those truths as I see them as a culture psychologist. First, either-or thinking is immature. Tension's phobia, the terror that many people feel unless they see things in a stark either-or way, creates an inability to integrate seemingly opposite perspectives. This is the root cause of polarization. Instead, tension's competence is required for us to return to integrity with the Constitution's mandate that we navigate in good ways the positive tension between preserving individual freedom and promoting the common good. Second, because polarization treats half of a whole picture as though it's the whole picture, the either-or position-taking this creates makes sustainable solutions utterly impossible to create. And third, coercion and compromise are not the only problem-solving options that exist. There is a third far superior option, collaboration. However, few people... Even most of those who do believe in collaboration are sufficiently trained in the mindset and skills that successful collaboration requires. The collaboration mindset requires becoming skilled at discovering the noble concerns and intentions that live beneath either-or positions, so integrated solutions can emerge that effectively address all of these noble concerns and intentions, not some of them, at the expense of the rest. The key that opens the door to becoming willing to develop collaboration competence is the five great foundational truths of thriving societies that I hold to be self-evident and that I've described in this episode. Realigning with these truths opens the door to transcend side-taking and start using the only alternative to coercion and compromise that can end our toxic divisiveness and polarization. In other words, the five great truths are not the solutions themselves. They are the foundation that makes co-creating integrative solutions possible. Today's toxic divisiveness and polarization spell and the media mind-jacking that keeps the spell going must be broken. There are three steps to breaking free from spells. One, recognize you're under one so you start to wake up. Two, understand the spell's anatomy clearly enough to recognize it when it's being used on you so you start to wise up. And three, embrace a replacement for the spell that you find far more compelling and effective than the spell will ever be so you can step up from surviving to thriving. The five great truths are also the foundation of free responsibility, which is the synergy between freedom and responsibility. The reason that freedom and responsibility need to be combined is that freedom without responsibility is narcissism, and responsibility without freedom is tyranny. Free responsibility is thus the solution. The five self evident truths nourish the free responsibility and well being of individuals, families, communities, countries, and our planet. Realigning individual, society, and government around free responsibility and the five great truths creates the only foundation I know of that can finally restore our ability to deal with policy differences in productive ways instead of divisive ones. Now it's your turn to step up. Here's how you can restore your integrity with free responsibility and these five great truths. Wake up from the three hugely damaging lies I've exposed during this podcast episode. Wise up to the media mind-jacking tactics that are being used across the political, ideological, and special interest spectrums to manipulate your opinions and decisions. I'll be covering a wide range of ways you can propaganda-proof yourself in some future Wake Up, Wise Up, Step Up podcast episodes step up into living as a free responsible citizen and business person and into requiring leaders to co-create transpartisan solutions that preserve individual freedom and promote the common good. I would go so far as to suggest that it's time for us to start insisting that our leaders get certified in free responsibility. I created the free responsibility initiative to help all of this happen. Help me build a free responsibility movement by learning more about what I've covered in this episode. You can do that by going to www.fivegreattruths.org. That's the number five, the word great, and the word truths, all together no hyphens, o-r-g. The basic resource is free. Depending on when you're listening to this episode, you'll also find options to become a free Responsibility certified ambassador, influencer, or leader, or you'll receive an email as soon as these become available. There's no time to waste if you want to have more impact in helping to prevent our society from needing to reach an even deeper bottom than we're already at before enough of us wake up, wise up, and step up to turn this around. Step up into free responsibility
0: now. The Wake Up, Wise Up, Step Up podcast is brought to you by Integrity Culture Systems, whose mission is making integrity profitable, leaders elevated, collaborators productive, happiness sustainable, and societies healthy. Awake people need each other. Spread the word about this podcast, because turning the 2020s decade into all that we need it to be is going to take a lot of us. Learn more about the keynotes, training, consulting, and mentoring that Dr. Gruder provides at drgruder.com. That's d-r-g-r-u-d-e-r.com. You can access resources related to this episode's topic. Let others know about this podcast and get notified when each new episode becomes available through the Wake Up, Wise Up, Step Up app. To access it in the U.S., text the message Wake Up as a single word to Six four six zero zero. Outside the U.S., type into your web browser www.drgruder.com/ wake up. Also, as a single word. Be sure to tune into our next episode.